Hello, beautiful people. It's me, Joey B, with the Plant Passion Podcast. So happy to be here with all of you today. And I have a really interesting topic that I would love to talk about with all of you. One of the main things that I always think about as fall comes around is what to do with leaf litter. All the trees in our areas and around our neighborhoods, possibly even around our schools, eventually become covered with the various amounts of leaves and different other debris that end up falling in these autumn months. And I began to wonder what is the best thing to do with them with all these leaves and also what they have to actually offer to us. So, as we know, as fall and winter arrives, leaves, twigs, seeds, and other woody debris fall to the ground and create what is known as leaf litter. This leaf litter provides nesting materials for birds and squirrels and provides hiding places for small woodland mice and salamanders, for example, as well as other animals. Additionally, leaf litter provide shelter for the seeds that fall in these months and prevents the birds from being able to eat them. Also, one of the main reasons and benefits of using leaf litter is that it enriches soil and retains moisture through a top layer, which is similar to why we mulch in the springtime to help retain moisture throughout the summer months and the growing season altogether. As mentioned before, leaf litter decomposes and eventually becomes broken down by the variety of small organisms that live within the leaves, such as worms, snails, spiders, and even saprotrophic bacteria and fungi. These saprotrophic bacteria and fungi are the main ways in which the nutrients and other minerals within the leaves themselves can actually become usable by the plants that we have in our lawns or in our garden beds through decomposition. And another really great benefit of leaf litter is that it provides the perfect habitat for a variety of organisms and through this ability to sustain tiny organisms, leaf litter is highly biodiverse. Typically, in science, people will look at biodiversity as being a sign of a very healthy ecosystem, and if there is not a lot of biodiversity, then that is mainly considered to be not a very good or healthy ecosystem. So, What is the main story of leaves? What happens to them after they fall from the trees that they're on and that have been growing throughout this whole season and eventually make their way to the ground? Well, these tiny animals such as the snails and worms and spiders actually break the leaves into tinier parts which then allows the bacteria and fungi to decompose the smaller leaf bits and convert them into beneficial chemicals and minerals which are then absorbed by the trees and other plants. In the forests and in natural circumstances, leaf litter is 
part of nutrient cycling for the plants and bacteria. So if you want to imagine it in a very simplified way, essentially these different bacteria that contribute to the vast biodiversity within leaves actually will provide a lot of these nutrients for the trees, make it able to be used up, and in turn, in the springtime next season, all of these leaves that have been broken down and the leaves being the actual beneficial chemicals and minerals that the plants need to survive, these actually get broken down and provide the nutrients that the trees will need in the coming growing season. So without them, there is a lack of nutrients within the soils and also can contribute to the trees not doing so well. Another important note to make is the idea of this nutrient cycling. Let's imagine that we're starting in the spring of a particular season and we know that the leaves from that previous season's autumn and winter months have been now converted into these chemicals and nutrients and minerals for the plants to use and they will uptake all of those nutrients, the sun will be shining and there will be lots of moisture from the snow that's melting and and the leaves on top will actually provide that moisture retention to keep the tree's roots very moist throughout this time and the tree will grow and become full of leaves again throughout the summer and then once we reach the fall again all of those leaves will fall from the ground that have just grown that season and it is actually very interesting I found an article that is called scientists spend 10 years watching leaf litter decay for clues to climate change by David Bellio in Scientific American and these scientists and researchers actually found that the amount of nitrogen released by decay was determined by the initial concentration of nitrogen in the leaves themselves. This may sound very simple but it's actually really interesting to understand because the trees go through this whole growing season trying to uptake as much nutrients as possible so that they can grow and become as healthy and big as they possibly can and they are then dropping all of these leaves that they just worked so hard to make and getting all of the nutrients back that they originally put in. That is a mind-blowing concept to me and the fact that the amount of nitrogen that falls while the amount of nitrogen that comes from the leaves right after they fall from the tree is directly related to the amount of nitrogen that gets put back into the soil. As we all know, nitrogen and phosphorus and potassium are the main three chemicals that plants and trees need to grow and nitrogen is actually used for upper growth such as in the leaves. So the very thing that the tree uses to create the leaves is the very thing that it gives back to itself. An important note as well is that these nutrients will 
be largely unavailable to the trees themselves without the biodiversity that is included within these leaves. If there are not enough bacteria or fungi to actually break down and decompose these minerals from the leaves, then the trees will not be able to get them. So it is really important to maintain biodiversity in both our forests as well as even around our lawns. M many of us have trees and bushes or shrubs and even just perennial plants in our lawns that we really want to take care of and one of the biggest and most difficult aspects of plant care is actually making sure that the plants have the nutrients that they require. A great way to ensure this is to actually use these leaves that we have in abundance in my case and use them to provide the nutrients that will be needed for our plants. This is mainly for garden beds that are around the edges of our houses, trees that are in the middle of our lawns, and stuff like this. And typically, we do not want to add leaf litter to our actual grass lawns, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. I also found a really interesting paper that talks about the life in the leaf litter by Elizabeth Johnson and Kayleen Catley. Essentially, they make the point that in forests, there is a high degree of biodiversity as there's not a lot of people or interferences from human activity. However, when looking at our lawns or even just in developed communities, there is a very significant difference between the amount of biodiversity in those locations versus those in the forests. There's a lot of different reasons such as pesticides, salt use, and many others as to why the biodiversity of these places is so different than in the forests, but there are ways that we can actually help to promote and encourage biodiversity in our own lawns. And it's very easy, actually. The method that is the most simple is actually called leaving leaves. Essentially, it is exactly as it sounds, where in the fall, we actually can allow the fallen leaves and branches and other organic leaf litter materials to decompose exactly where they fall. This allows the organic matter to become part of the soil and provides nutrients that we were talking about before for all the other plants and trees for the year to come. Again, it is important to note that these leaves also provide habitats for small organisms such as worms and spiders and snails and also microorganisms such as bacteria and fungi. Without these leaf litters to encourage and promote biodiversity, we are lacking what nature is already giving to us. We need to ensure that these chemicals from the leaves and the minerals as well are being av made available to the trees and without those small organisms and microorganisms then the soil will never be amended because there's no way for the leaves to be broken down. Now, when it comes to the lawn, the grass lawn, that is a whole story unto itself and 
In America, especially, we are very particular about our lawns. People have specific grass types and seeds that they are dedicated to, and we all want lush, green, happy lawns. Well, there is a sort of idea where you could use leaf litter to amend the grasses and different things like that. However, leaf litter has three main negative impacts to our grass lawns. The first being that leaves block light. In fact, a lot of people will, might not know that grass lawns actually uptake and do a lot of their developing in these fall and late summer months when the leaves begin to fall from the trees then the sun is more able to get to the different patches of grass that we have in our lawns and with leaves blocking all of that light from the grass then the grass might actually be harmed by having all the leaves on top of it. Second is that leaf litter holds moisture. In the forest and around our trees and shrubs and perennial plants, leaf litter holding moisture is actually a benefit. However, on our grass, in our lawns, that is a very bad thing because sometimes these grasses do not want to be soaked underwater for long periods of time. And the third and final possibly harmful effect of having leaf litter on our lawns would be that leaves cause brown spots in our lawns. Brown spots can be caused by leaves blocking out the light and killing a certain patch of grass that we have or it can be because the leaves are holding the moisture and the grass becomes overwatered and actually leads to it dying. Brown spots are not something good that we want to have in our lawns, so there are a few different ways that we can actually go about using leaf mulch to actually amend our grasses in our lawns. It is important that the turf or grass lawn will be cut to three and a half to four inches tall. The leaves should be the leaf litter that falls should be dried and done on a weekly basis to prevent too many leaves. Essentially, we want to break up the leaves, performing that job of the smaller insects that will be working in the forest and around the trees that we leave the leaves on, and will allow the bacteria and fungi that live within our lawns to actually break down the smaller pieces of debris. This will allow the nutrients to be uptaken by the grass roots and will actually benefit the lawn and provides a free fertilizer for our lawns. An important note about mulching leaves for our lawns is that early fall is a better time to perform these methods than late fall since soils are cooler and decomposition is slowed as it gets more cold and into, as it gets closer to winter. All in all, nature is very good at doing what it does. There are many cycles, such as nutrient cycling, the season cycling, that are instilled by nature and have developed over thousands and hundreds of thousands and maybe even millions of years, especially when it comes to trees and plants. Humans 
a relatively newcomer to these ancient organisms have their own methods of doing things and their own ideas. However, when possible, why not use free, readily available methods to do the same stuff? I think there is a lot to be gained from using leaf litter to amend our lawns, and even if it were not to be used for our grass grasses in the lawn, using leaf litter to pile up on top of our garden beds, around the edges of our houses, as well as on our trees that we have within the lawns, can be a fantastic way to make use of these leaves instead of just raking them all to the side of the road where they will be collected and mainly unused. And instead, we can put them to good use. And now that we know what the benefits are and how to consistently contribute to the breakdown and increasing the biodiversity within these leaf litter groups, these leaves will help to make a big difference within our lawns. After all, if there are so many leaves readily available and asking to be used, why not use them and make them serve the purpose that they are meant to serve? We are, when we pile up leaves on the side of the road to be taken away, we are largely missing out on a lot of the fertilizing and lawn care that we need to provide and protect all of our plants, the things that they need. Well, I think that's just about it for me. I hope that you have all gained a much greater understanding of leaf litter and the benefits and also things to look out for in our lawns. Thanks so much for listening and for taking the time to hang out with me for this talk today. I was very excited about it and I did a decent amount of research on these different topics and I will make sure to leave links to all of those papers in the notes section below. Until next time.